Hello and welcome to the fourth episode of Mind Mirror, a podcast dedicated to exploring mental health, brought to you by CureOfMind.com, your online clinic for holistic healthcare. I'm your host, Dr. Oliver Wilson, a clinical psychologist with the Cure of Mind family. Our mission is to provide quality healthcare and make it accessible to everyone, and this podcast is a part of that mission. Today we're discussing bipolar disorder. Bipolar disorder, formerly known as manic depression, is a mental health condition that causes extreme mood swings that include emotional highs or mania and lows or depression. During a manic episode, individuals may feel euphoric, full of energy, and unusually irritable. They may also engage in risky behaviors and have thoughts racing through their minds. During a depressive episode, they may feel sad, hopeless, and lose interest or pleasure in most activities. The exact cause of bipolar disorder isn't known, but a combination of genetics, environment, and altered brain structure and chemistry may play a role. It's a lifelong condition, but mood swings and other symptoms can be managed with a treatment plan that typically includes medications and psychotherapy. Joining us today to share her personal journey with bipolar disorder is a guest who has generously agreed to share her experience. For confidentiality reasons, we'll call her Emily. Welcome, Emily. Thank you, Dr. Wilson. I'm glad to be here and talk about bipolar disorder with you. Emily, could you tell us about your bipolar disorder and how it has affected you? I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder in my early 20s. The mood swings were extreme and unpredictable. I'd have periods of intense energy and grandiose thoughts, followed by periods of deep depression and hopelessness. It was like being on a roller coaster that I couldn't get off. That sounds incredibly challenging, Emily. And how have you managed to stabilize this disorder? I sought help from a psychiatrist who prescribed mood stabilizers. I also began psychotherapy, which helped me understand my disorder and learn coping strategies. Psychotherapy has also helped me become more compliant with my medication. It's been a long effort, but with the right support and treatment, I've been able to manage my symptoms and lead a more stable life. Emily, you've shared how bipolar disorder has affected you personally. Can you tell us more about how it has impacted your family and your experiences with hospitalization? Of course, Dr. Wilson. My bipolar disorder has been a significant burden on my family. In the beginning, they didn't understand why I was acting the way I was. My manic episodes were particularly challenging for them. I would become irritable, impulsive, and my sleep patterns were erratic. It was a stressful time for everyone. I remember my parents feeling helpless, not knowing how to support me. My siblings were confused and scared. It strained our relationships and it took time for us to learn and understand what was happening. As for hospitalizations, I've been sectioned a few times during severe manic or depressive episodes. It was a difficult experience, but in retrospect, it was necessary for my safety. It was during one of these hospitalizations that I was first diagnosed with bipolar disorder. It's clear that bipolar disorder doesn't just affect the individual, but also those around them. How have you and your family managed these challenges? Well, education about bipolar disorder has been key. Understanding the disorder has helped my family better support me. We've also sought help from support groups and family therapy, which has been beneficial. As for my hospitalizations, they were a wake-up call. 
They made me realize the severity of my condition and the importance of seeking and adhering to treatment. It's been a long journey, but my family and I are in a much better place now. That's wonderful to hear, Emily. Your journey shows the importance of understanding, support and professional help in managing bipolar disorder. Thank you for sharing your experience with us. Thank you, Dr. Wilson. By the way, I love this podcast and Cure of Mind. My psychiatrist is also from Cure of Mind. Before we wrap up, let's talk a bit more about the treatment options available for bipolar disorder. Treatment is usually lifelong and often involves a combination of medications and psychotherapy. Medication is a crucial part of managing bipolar disorder. Mood stabilizers such as Lamotrigine, Valprote and Lithium are typically the first line of treatment. They can help control the mood swings and prevent episodes of mania and depression. In some cases, antipsychotic medications may be used, especially if symptoms are severe or if the individual also experiences psychotic symptoms such as delusions or hallucinations. Antidepressants can also be helpful for managing depressive episodes but they are usually prescribed along with a mood stabilizer or antipsychotic to prevent triggering a manic episode. At this point, I want to address a common concern many people with bipolar disorder have, the fear of medication. It's important to understand that these medications are tools designed to help manage the symptoms of bipolar disorder and improve your quality of life. They're not something to be feared. Side effects can occur, but they're often manageable and fade over time. Your healthcare provider will work closely with you to find a medication and dosage that works best for you, minimizing any side effects. Remember, the goal of medication is to help you, not harm you. Psychotherapy or talk therapy is another key part of treatment. Cognitive behavioral therapy can help individuals identify unhealthy patterns of thought and behavior and learn more effective ways of managing stress and coping with the disorder. Family-focused therapy, or systemic psychotherapy, can help families understand the disorder and learn how to communicate effectively and solve problems together. This can be particularly beneficial as bipolar disorder not only affects the individual, but also those around them. Finally, lifestyle changes can also play a role in managing bipolar disorder. Regular exercise, a healthy diet, adequate sleep, and avoiding alcohol, drugs, and especially cannabis and caffeine can all contribute to better mood stability. Before we conclude, I'd like to extend a special thank you to Dr. Dimitrios Papadimitriadis, the renowned psychiatrist and psychotherapist who leads the science team at Cure of Mind for his valuable insights about bipolar disorder. Dr. Papadimitriadis, could you share with us your thoughts on the importance of follow-up by a psychiatrist in the course of managing bipolar disorder? Certainly, Dr. Wilson. Follow-up care is crucial in managing bipolar disorder. This disorder is often characterized by its unpredictable mood swings. Regular appointments with a psychiatrist allow for close monitoring of these mood changes and any potential side effects from medications. Furthermore, it provides an opportunity to adjust treatment plans as needed and to address any concerns or questions the patient may have. It's a vital part of ensuring the best possible management of the disorder. Thank you, Dr. Papadimitriadis. Your expertise is greatly appreciated 
and underscores the importance of continual care and professional guidance in managing bipolar disorder. It's important to remember that everyone's experience with bipolar disorder is unique and what works for one person may not work for another. It's crucial to work closely with a mental health professional to find the treatment plan that works best for you. That's all for today's episode. I hope this information provides some understanding and comfort. Remember, if you're struggling with bipolar disorder or any other mental health issue, you're not alone. Reach out to a mental health professional, like the team at CureOfMind.com, who are ready to support you. This is Dr. Oliver Wilson signing off. Stay safe and remember, your mind matters. <laughs>